0: That's how the theme song goes. Welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. If you didn't know, this is the premiere podcast for the website cpluscomedy.com. Like I said, it's a website. Mm, Go there. Okay, so let's get right into it. It's rare. Midday record for me. Actually, morning record. It's 11.15 a.m. The morning, the day before this is supposed to go up. I'm getting way ahead of myself for scheduling. You know Why? It's none of your business. <laughs> That's the reason why. All right, let's hop right into it. I basically this week had this weekend had a Steve Carell themed weekend. I rented two movies that I've completely forgot that he was in both, and it just so happened that it, Saturday night was spent with uh, my boy Steve. Uh, if you don't know Steve Carell, he's the fellow from The Office. He's also from. Foxcatcher. Why did I mention that movie? (laughs) There are 30 other movies I could have said. I said Foxcatcher. The 40-year-old virgin. Anchorman. No, Foxcatcher with him and Channing Tatum as his weird sexual being type friend. Anyway, I rented uh, Despicable Me 3 and Battle of the Sexes. One of those movies I did not enjoy. (laughs) One of those movies I liked a lot. One of those movies was a waste of eighty-nine minutes of my life. And let's just start with that one: Despicable Me Three. I did that movie. I you you know if you're an, if uh, the twenty of you that subscribe to this podcast, if you know, if you've been listening, you know I'm an avid defender of the Suicide Squad movie and uh, and uh, and the the shows and movies that you typically that regular people typically don't like, but I enjoy. Despic- despicable me 3 was is not entertaining in the slightest it's a jumbled mess story wise and i think that illumination had a lot of issues juggling uh, the characters that it the, the what the nine characters that it had in the film and i did not and it's sad that a movie that you can be, you can have a high like Despicable Me One, then go to Despicable Me Two, which is I honestly I can't remember anything in that movie. But then you have Minions, which was a, a really good spinoff, kind of like how Penguins of Madagascar is even better than the original Madagascar movie because they, they learn. And then you come to this, and it's a movie. This movie has grossed a billion dollars, one billion dollars. Jesus, and it was made for eighty million. So it really illumination doesn't care uh, how it was how it was received and I and I jeez just knocked the mic I would go so far to say that it it's not even entertaining for children if if uh, if 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 the for what is quote-unquote good or bad for a children's movie especially a children's movie if it's just being uh, bright lights and uh, fart jokes and oh, fart jokes Jesus uh, just jokes all that just don't make sense and a nonsensical story then this would fall into the latter camp of being bad it just wasn't it, it wasn't up to snuff to what the first movie was the first movie had a clear target what, what was his goal first movie was grew uh, wanted to be the main character, grew <laughs> Speaking as if as if I had just analyzing this movie, just having an analytical notion about this movie. Anyway, anyway, so you you have uh, you have Gru, and you've, he's a villain, and he wants to be the top villain. And and then you have uh, these little girls who want to be adopted, and then that's the story. And then they those two worlds converge, and then that's the story. And then you have Despicable Me Two. Which is, again, like I said, I do not remember, so I am going to have to take a refresher course. You got, uh, now you have Gru, and he's officially these little girls' dad. And then you have this uh, woman, Lucy, Kristen Wiig, who would, uh, who comes and is going to be, who is, <laughs> what is she? She's an anti league villain agent. Okay, this is all Wikipedia, so knock the mic again. All right, so then. She's a she's an agent that's hunting Gru down, turns out she falls in love with Gru, and now she's their mom. So for and then I don't know who the villain was in, the, in that second movie. So don't even I I he's a Mexican a Mexican wrestler was a bad guy, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, and then we have the third movie, which is for the first half hour, four four or five things happen. You got uh, Gru's finds a brother. He no. Gru Gru and Lucy get fired. Gru finds out he has a brother. Um, and uh, and then they go meet the brother. The minions leave except for two minions. And then and then the Margot, uh, Miranda Crossgrows Crossgrows Cosgrove's character. Uh, is a uh, a boy proposes to her and then and then uh, two other little girls are looking for a unicorn. So that all happens within the first half hour of the movie. and then most of those story threads are tied up by the forty minutes in, about an hour in. and then you have another half hour to go. what's there to do? And I feel like they wasted uh, Trey Parker. if you're gonna get it, if you're gonna get a big guy and it's, and it's from South Park, you don't want to waste them on an '80s villain who just throws out '80s puns that kids won't enjoy. I guarantee you that was that was a character for the adults, and it did not play well. And I am a I'm a young boy, and I understood every reference. <laughs> anyway, it just wasn't good. It it did not it did not uh, stand up to the other movies. And uh, I' sad to say that I even I like the Minions movie more than I like this movie. And the Minions movie uh, is is uh, really annoying because it stars Minions. <laughs> and minions are annoying they should do a minions rabid cross a rabid the raving rabbits from the uh, uh what's it called the what's it called the uh, Ray, uh, rayman series the video game series they should do a minion and they're both french just uh, despicable me is made by a french illumination and uh it's called illumination entertainment and then the then we got Raven rabbits made by ubisoft so or ubisoft whatever so we should do that and my one of my and one of my biggest issues with this despicable me 3 is that there is a fourth one in development? Oh, good lord! Why just let it die? Just let it die. Uh, well, two of my biggest issues. How long has it been since Gru adopted these girls? Because I think Mark, the, I think they're all the same age. I know they recast the younger girl, the little, the youngest girl, but I'm pretty sure they're all the same age. I'm pretty sure this movie takes place within a year because are they don't grow up, <laughs> and uh, and it just it doesn't seem like. And it wouldn't take place in real time in the uh, seven years since the first one came out. When the first one came out, it doesn't matter. None of this matter. Two thousand ten, uh, the first eight years since it came out. They because because they would be adult girls. So I'm assuming a year, because that's that's how things would work. Anyway, and my other and my other issue is if you're gonna have the minions leave, and. Try to be their own villains or try to and go to jail and all this stuff and escape from jail. That's their story. That's that's the, that's like the G plot. There are nine plots in this movie, and that's the G plot. Uh, and that's the seventh letter of the alphabet. That's what Young Jock told me. <laughs> oh, God, Young Jock, what's he up to? I think he put out some music last year, anyway. So, if you're gonna have the minions leave, let it be the th- one of the three minions from who's leading they they, they created this other minion called Mel uh, who looks just like the other minions who <laughs> was in charge of the minions revolting and they le- and leaving and grew after he decides he doesn't want to be uh he isn't after getting fired he doesn't want to go back to villainy so what what they should have done was take one of the three main minions from the other min from the minions movie spin-off uh Kevin Stewart and Bob and uh and or Bob one of them it doesn't matter it just it does not matter take 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 Bob he's the youngest and he's the dumbest and he's the most adorable let him be in charge of those renegade minions and then have Kevin and Stewart go with Gru and Lucy and the other people to Drew's place, and that's and the name of his brother's Drew, and that really pisses me off. It's I don't care if they're twin brothers. I, don't introduce this stuff, and, and it's it's like it's like if you're watching a, a sitcom and the character's parents haven't been talked about for five years of that sitcom, and then season six, episode twelve, the parents of the main character introduced. Don't waste my time with this, and they wasted Jenny Slate in this movie too. I'm just gonna go off on a tangent, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to Battle of the Sexes, a movie that really it's a it's really interesting it's a um it's based on the uh what's it called Uh, the match the match between billy jean king and robert larrymore riggs or larry riggs and uh and so wow right on the right on the mic i should not have done that anyway so uh, it's 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 an autobiographical film or biographical film, and the two it's just about that one match, and and Emma Stone's character, Billie Jean King, is trying to first of all she's a lesbian, and then also she's trying to get women's rights a little bit further into to the world. No, is that? Am I saying it right? No, she's trying to she's trying to further women's rights, and so she and I'd say about nine other women break off from the regular tennis circuit and they go and start their own tennis tournaments, and it's 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 doing well. People like it. Then Larry Riggs is down on his luck guy. He's his wife wants to leave him, uh, but she's still very supportive of him, supportive of him. So so that was it was. It's very strange for me to see this woman go I, do, I I can't see you suffer like this but you know what you do what you got to do because you're doing the, you're doing the best of it. <laughs> so uh but they have so then at uh, the anyway what was I talking about? So so Larry Larry decides he wants to fight the number 1 uh fight he wants to play the number 1 in tennis. Uh number 1 turned out to be Billie Jean King. She says no. He goes to another woman. He beats her. And she just cannot live it down. Billie Jean King decides to take the match, and she eventually wins. But the entire movie is essentially—it's either talking about the match or talking about Billie Jean, who is uh, sleeping with a—I don't know if this woman's real, and I doubt she is—but she cheats on her husband with uh, a her hairdresser, and it's—it's it's a real—it's a—it's a really good tension-filled movie. It's because uh, it takes place in the 70s, and you just don't—you just can't have that kind of thing happening back then but you've (laughs) oddly enough there's a lot of comedian um uh, cameos in this movie. So we got Eric Christian Olsen, who you haven't seen in years. You got Natalie Morales. And then let's see who else is in there. We got Fred Armisen and Wallace Langham and Chris Parnell and John C. McGinley and Tom Kenny. It's a it's a very strange hodgepodge of people. A but a, a, Alan, Alan Cummings in the movie, but he, he's a he, a he plays a big character. Bill Pullman. There's a lot of people that are in this movie and who sometimes get nothing to do, but it's, uh, I, I enjoyed it. And I hope it gets nominated for, it got nominated for uh, one golden globe, two golden globes, but I hope that, and they got some, they got a SAG award nomination too, but I hope they, uh, they get an Oscar nomination too. Cause that's, that's a good movie. And let's see who wrote that. We got the written by Simon Bufoy and directed by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris. they, all did exemplary work. Let's see the Simon Bufoy guy. Oh, he wrote uh, 127 Hours and Trust, the TV series. that's coming out soon. And, okay, cool. Good for him. And then we got Jonathan and Valerie. Oh, they're a team. Or I guess they're married. Whatever. I, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's all the same thing to me. Anyway, they, they all did a really exemplary job. Moving on. I saw It this weekend. And It was fine. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I can't believe that... Uh, they did a remake of this movie and it was good. It was, I would do, I would say it's overrated, but I, I really enjoyed the way it looked. I was, I was going to, I was going to, I was ready to, I was prepared to, I, I don't like things that <laughs> I don't like very popular things. I noticed that I don't know what, it, what's wrong with me, but sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't, but it's a very, it's very, it's not well paced. I will tell you that much. And I know everybody said it already. I don't care. I don't want to go. I like I like watching horror movies, but I don't like watching very popular horror movies. If I'm going to see a horror movie, I want to see people get killed. I can't be distracted with who's famous and who's not famous. And regard and also I don't like children. <laughs> every time one of those kids <laughs> was on screen, especially that uh the little boy from uh Stranger Things, did not like him at all. His character made me filled with vitriol and anger and i don't understand why they had to cast him or why or why stephen king i'm gonna blame stephen king i don't know why he had to write that character like that finn Wolfhart. he he pissed me off his dumb glasses and his stupid face and the way he spoke also i don't like when kids curse <laughs> but that's how kids talk i and i guess when did that, that when would that movie take place when did that movie take place because that had to be thirty years later. So it's nineteen eighty-eight. So thirty years later, it takes place in twenty eighteen, and they're shooting it. I assume now the seat, and there's a sequel, obviously, because the, because then, because the clown comes back, and uh, spoiler alert, he doesn't kill, he doesn't kill anybody. Oh, he doesn't. They don't kill him. and He's gonna come back in thirty years. So they all agree. And the weird thing is they all agree on a blood pack, and they cut their hands with a piece of glass from the ground, which was the most disgusting thing. Any, what the heck was that? Oh my out. god! <laughs> oh my god! My Google Home went off. <laughs> Crazy. This is very. This is a very professional outfit we've got here. Anyway, a lot. Of, I have a lot of story issues there, and then also it's 134 minutes long. It was that. I would say that's about 15 minutes too long. A good horror movie needs to get in and out. And and the the issues here are that it spent. There's seven main characters. They've got. Uh, the Losers Club. What, is that what they call themselves? Let's see what the book calls it. Because the book calls it the yeah, the Losers Club. So we got these we got these five boys, and then they have a girl that joins, and then this little fat boy who <laughs> reminds me of a Goonies character, <laughs> and, and um, Truffle Shuffle. He does the Truffle Shuffle. Anyway, they picked on that kid a lot. The fat kid got he if it, if it weren't for his friends, he would have been dead at least three times. He was slashed. That bully cut him. Uh, He got beat up (laughs) and he was, he was trapped in the basement of the library. (laughs) So many, so many bad things happened. So many bad things happened to this little fat boy. Uh, I can call him fat because they call him fat in the movie. And so there you go. That's not anyway. Anyway, so they had, so the the main issue was uh, that they had all of these, They had a coming-of-age film in the middle of this horror movie, which we don't have time for. So they had had to introduce every single boy and girl. They had to introduce all the characters' fears. Then they had to introduce why the characters fear that. And then they had to introduce uh, and and then spend time with killing the fears, which you don't have time to do that. With A, seven kids, and B, a horror movie that runs 134 minutes long. It is too long. It ended at I watched that movie. It ended at like eleven thirty at midnight. Midnight because I kept pausing it for some reason. So it's probably my fault. Anyway, uh, but they had uh Carrie Fukunaga wrote the screenplay alongside Gary, uh, Dalberman and Chase Palmer. I only know Carrie. Carrie's a he's a Asian guy. He's a uh, very good at what he does. They they're all good. They that movie was written very well, and I do appreciate. All of the, like I said, it looked really good. I can't believe that when you saw Pennywise, when you saw um, Bill Sarsgaard as Pennywise, the dancing clown, also also his dancing was hilarious. I did not get scared because his dancing was hilarious. Uh, but when you saw him pull back his mouth and it has all these teeth, Uh, and the, him going down into the well and, and all those kids going down and seeing the floating kid, it just looked, and the blood coming out, there's, there's blood coming out of a sink. It's amazing. It looked really, really good. I think they really captured the novel and the original movie. I think they, the original movie is 185 minutes long. I think they did, uh, something that they, they, they couldn't do back when that movie came out. And I'm glad that exists. I was fully ready to hate it. I was so ready. And now I'm here singing his praises. I but there are there are still a lot of things that I I would change about that. So especially that Finn Wolfhard boy. Oh god, I dislike him. Anyway, it's a good it's a good film. And uh, and you should see it. I, I don't what I would have done though is I would have I would have shot it like Lord of the Rings. Or uh, any one of those other movies that are shot back to back. If they if they want to do it, they're going to do a sequel with people who are older in the uh, thirty years later. I would have done. I would have shot it back to back. I would have casted that movie in twenty. I, if they casted this in twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen, I would have done. I would have shot both back to back, and then have this next one coming out in September because in twenty nineteen. I can't. There's probably going to be four other horror movies, including a Conjuring sequel that I will of course go see because I love the Conjuring films, uh, and an and, and an Annabelle movie, <laughs> another Annabelle movie, a third Annabelle movie. There will be a third because there are two. There'll be a third one and another Ouija movie, that's a prequel to the prequel. I love horror films, like Hush. Oh my God, so good. Deaf woman who has to who, who has to fight three guys off from killing her. Oh, so good. Ah. Uh, housebound turns into a comedy about 30 minutes with uh, the third act oh my gosh anyway it was good but i really would have shot it back to back with of the rings and uh i assume how the hobbit was shot i don't know i'm looking at the hobbit collected edition i have right now extended edition anyway yeah so there we go and also i know uh, i think jessica chastain said she would like to be in the sequel so we'll see about that and i saw idris elba too but I think that uh, the kid that Idris Elba would play is too light-skinned for him, so they need to get somebody a little bit more light-skinned, not night skinned shaming, because I am very dark. Anyway, moving on to the final topic. We got uh, Netflix cancels Maria Banford's show, which is, uh, it's very sad to see uh, something so different and wonderful just end, end after, with, with no, with no, type of applause or anything, you know, it's, but I'm very happy for Maria Bamford to even have that show get started and created. It's a, if you didn't watch it, of course you didn't watch it. Cause not many people would of course watch Maria Bamford. If you not know who she is, it's a show that the first season chronicled her Coming, she Maria Bamford, uh, notorious not notoriously, she publicly, very publicly, suffers from a couple of, I think, a personality disorder, and she disappeared for a couple of years, and now, and I think that show is basically covering those years and her comeback and everything, and it's but it's a very satirical. It's also created with uh, Mitch Hurwitz, who di- who did the Arrested Development overrated the Rats of Development TV show. And uh, now it's not coming back. And it came back for a second season last year, at the end of last year, but now it's just not coming back at all for a third season, which is sad. She's a very funny woman. She's had two specials on Netflix. Uh, I I, I gather the reason why they... Netflix is really on a canceling spree. But I gather the reason why they didn't uh, pick this up was because of, I would say, views. Just not enough clicks for 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 the return, you know, even, and and this show is not like the other shows that Netflix has canceled. This show is widely uh, critically acclaimed. People really love this show, critics included. Everybody loves this show, so it's very strange to see them. And, and Judd Apatow, uh, Judd Apatow's uh, Love has been canceled. It's gonna after the third season is gonna be the last season. That's coming out in February. So I. The only reason it's so love and lady dynamite, both critically acclaimed. The only reason I can see why these are canceled is because of views. And to anybody thinking that Netflix is not like a regular network, they very much are. Uh, They raised their prices by a dollar. Same thing they did last year. So they, I think they raised prices two or $3 in the past two years. And pretty soon, I think the highest tier is going to be $15. And, and instead of, instead of acquiring, more shows, they're just going to produce their own shows, like they're doing now. But I'm saying instead of requiring like the rights to air New Girl or whatever, uh, they're gonna just have their own stuff, and it's gonna be just like HBO. It's gonna be fifteen dollars, and, uh, and that's and that's that's all you can do. And uh, they're gonna just and everything else is just, all the streaming rights are gonna be going between them and Hulu and Amazon Prime, who are both who are drastically behind Netflix in terms of producing things. So, uh, but Amazon does have an Oscar, something that Netflix will not have for at least a while <laughs> anyway. But, uh, it's sad to see these two shows go, especially love. Cause I love, love so much. It's created by Paul rust and his wife. And, uh, and it stars, uh, him and Gillian, Gillian Jacobs, <laughs> Gillian, <laughs> Gillian Jacobs. I said, Gilly, uh, anyway, but that's not the the other shows they canceled recently were Haters Back Off, Girl Boss, Marco Polo, Bloodline, The Get Down, Gypsy, and uh, that one show with all the g- gay people on it. What's it called? Oh, I watched one episode. Sense8. Sense8. Yeah, and that's coming back as a movie. I wish every show had the community of Sense8 because when Sense8 was canceled, uh, petitions went out, rang out. But not like petitions that wouldn't work, petitions that actually worked, and now... That show's coming back for a third move for a, for a third season. That's uh, really a movie. That's really cool. I really think that that if Lady Dynamite and Love could get that, that'd be really wonderful. But those other shows, Haters Back Off, Girl Boss, Marco Polo, Bloodline, uh, Gypsy, and The Get Down, that were canceled, those shows weren't well received. And I specifically remember seeing a bunch of reviews not being happy about it. And I'm, of course, I'm not a person who just reads reviews and doesn't watch anything. I watch stuff all the time. And, uh, Boss was created by Kay Cannon. I love K Cannon. Get Down had a lot of people I enjoyed in it. Uh, Gypsy was not interesting to me in the slightest. Bloodline, I, no. It, it had a good life, Bloodline. Haters Back Off had two seasons. If I could just get one season, that'd be great. Anyway, but well, yeah, it's just sad to see these shows go. And to anyone thinking that, uh, Netflix is not like, it's, it's not like, you know, Comedy Central or ABC or, um, FX, No, they're very cutthroat, and just because they're spending eight billion dollars this year on original shows and movies alone doesn't mean that they're not, they will not, they'll they'll cancel it. They they will cancel something, and I I don't know. It's just a shame, just a shame to see these things go, especially when you like a show so much and it for it to get unceremoniously canceled. That's that's the issue I have with binging. It's just you just if you parse out a show and you talk about it then you then i they'll see it but if you just you know watch a show at once and then go oh that was good and you talk about it once that's it so i guess the real issue is not binging but it's just talking about it and just being vocal about your favorite shows so if you if you liked lady dynamite you know before when season two came out you should have just been like oh i can't wait for lady dynamite like prior to that i can't wait for lady dynamite season two when it comes out i'm watching it right now after it leaves oh man i can't believe i finished lady dynamite season two you just gotta talk about these things i think i think that's the easiest thing to do it's a shame it's a shame to see such good people lose a show and it was, oh, my God, it's a shame that uh, that the show was so well received and it's getting canceled. No one is safe in this world of peak TV. I'm surprised a bunch of shows are still on. I'm, do you know that there are there are three tiny real housewives show? What is it called? Tiny housewives, tiny housewives. I don't know. I don't know if it's called tiny housewives. Yeah. Tiny real housewives. Yeah, they're called tiny housewives whatever it's crazy I have Atlanta they have Atlanta the tiny real housewives is that what I'm saying I don't know oh wait I think I'm I think I'm doing this wrong what is it called what are these what is this the it's it's a show it's a show about tiny women little people little housewives that's what it's called little people they're little little housewives. Little Housewives, that's what they're called. Little Women, Little Women. All right, whatever, who cares? They're called Little Women, okay? The TV show is called Little Women. It's a spinoff of Little Women LA, and there's another show called Little Women Dallas, and these each have several seasons, several episodes, and these people have thousands upon thousands of followers, and they get, I'm looking at the ratings right now, they're getting solid ratings. Little Little Women, Atlanta is getting a million per episode. Almost a million and a half for some. That's insane. TLC is raking in the money. And they do two seasons a year. <laughs> Little <laughs> Little Women LA. Little Women LA has six seasons, 112 episodes. And these people have their own Wikipedia pages. They have their own Instagram accounts that people love. And people I don't even I don't understand, and they're starring in movies. I don't even understand it. They're not good movies, but still, it's crazy. How is this possible? What kind of world do we live in? All right, I gotta go because uh, I gotta work. So anyway, uh, if you like the show, why don't you? <laughs> this is a great way to end podcast. You like the show. Why don't you uh, head to the website, cpluscomedy.com. we got latest news, reviews, features, interviews, and other good comedy bits that only I can provide you with. You can follow us on Twitter, at cpluscomedy. Follow me on Twitter, at ChadBlackWhite. Like us on Facebook. Uh, head to the webpage, youtube.com, slash cpluscomedy, to watch our premiere show, News Time, which is a show where I do news about the week. <laughs> this week's episode is I do a follow-up to last week's uh, Facebook story. But this week's episode is talking about how Spike TV, and just at at the time of this Posting at the time I post this podcast in just two days, it's going to turn into the Paramount Network. And it's that's yeah, Paramount Studios, the movie studio, the Paramount Network. And it's going to be this whole thing at nine o'clock on the dot. They have a live lip sync battle, they've got mini series uh, coming up, like Waco and all this stuff. Go watch the episode, it's a really good episode, and it's probably the best of the year so far. So, (laughs) of the year so far, anyway, thank you for listening. I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening to my (laughs) rambling. I love you. Okay, bye. (music)